Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray. Let's go with Tom Brady. Tommy, how are you today? I'm doing great, Tim. Great talking to you. It's a, uh, it's a good day. We're four and one. We got a short week ahead. So uh, a lot to kind of compress into this week, but feeling good about winning. Uh, that's, uh, that's always a good feeling on Monday. Tom, huge offensive output yesterday, and, and everybody did really well, uh, highlighted by Antonio Brown and Mike Evans. Uh, but you got so many guys. Fournette, Gronk wasn't in the game, but usually he is. Uh, you also have Godwin, Rojo. I mean, how do you decide and, and keep everybody involved and engaged because they're not going to get the ball as much as guys on other teams who are stars? That's a great question. I think it's really a lot of selfless attitudes by you know the guys we're playing with. And um, I think everybody recognizes that we're better as a whole than you know being an individual out there and be the only guy making plays and so forth. And you know I think the best teams I've ever been on have been the ones where the ball's been spread around. And from a quarterback standpoint, you can really read the coverage and then go through your reads and then make a really smart decision based on how the defense is deciding to defend you. As opposed to oh God, I got one good player on the team. How are we going to force him to ball on every play? That's usually the bad offenses that you're on. And I think uh, what's exciting for me is that all these guys are happy for one another. And it's, you know, you don't really think that's the case because football, you know, there's a lot of statistics involved. But after winning the Super Bowl last year, I feel like our team has a thirst for that and more of a thirst for the team accomplishments than the, than the individual accomplishments. And I said this last week, nothing in this sport can be accomplished as an individual. It's the ultimate team sport. And the way we played yesterday is the way that we want to play every game. We want to spread the ball around. We want to find the open guys. We want everyone making plays. And um, it makes it very hard for a defense to defend that. Raises an interesting question. What makes for a good teammate? And how do you make them better? And how do they make you better? You know, I've had a lot of great teammates over the years. And uh, the best part of football is your teammates. You know, wins and losses are what they are. There's nothing better than great teammates. And the best teammates I ever had are the ones that I have to think about the least. And that comes down to a lot of trust. And that could be thinking about them, whether do they know what to do? They, do they know how to do it? Are they going to show up to practice on time? I told them something last week. Are they going to remember that in the moment? And, you know, when I've had teammates that I played with for years, two years, five years, 10 years for some guys, you develop this inherent trust. And I have that like with Rob Gronkowski. I mean, he's the ultimate teammate because as a, as a metaphor, we can finish each other's sentences on the field. So if there's things that we haven't talked about and something unexpected happens, he and I are going to feel the same energy to do the right thing on that play. And um, that is what makes a great teammate. And I think I've developed that rapport with different guys on this team in a short period of time because of how professional these guys are. And um, it's really been amazing to for me to be a part of in such a short period of time, the way the chemistry is really kind of come together. And um, it's been really fun. I mean, we're off to a great start this year. We got a lot of football ahead. Um, we've got to keep working together, continue to see the game through one set of eyes. And that's all 11 guys on the same page on every play. And I think that's shown itself more and more each week. And that gives you more margin of error. It's still a very tough sport. Every game's going to be difficult. But when we play the way we played yesterday, we're going to be that much more difficult to beat. And when you have a collection of 53 guys and a lot of people, how do you turn around a bad teammate, somebody who might be selfish, petty, angry, not doing what's best for the team? It's difficult, you know, and even as I was just thinking about that previous question, you know, whether you're talking about relationships, you know, and relationships with teammates is one thing, but it's the same thing when you have other great relationships in your life, you know, you have a great relationship with your family members, your wife or your kids, you know, it's ultimate trust. 
and respect for one another. And I think that's the more people you surround yourself with like that, the better success you're going to have in your team, the better success you're going to have in your life. By being around people that bring the best out of you, that ultimately allows you to you know, find what's what's best in your life so that you can live the most joyful life you can. So you can have the most success on the field, off the field. You know, you mess around with the wrong people who are selfish, who don't find the best things in you. Life becomes very challenging. And I look at my life, I think about the people in my life that are important and that I really value our relationship. They bring the best out of me. And that's why I love being with them. That's why I love hanging out with them. That's why I love sharing the time. So that could be teammates, friends, but family members, you know, all these important people find things in me that allow me to, you know, live a great joyful life. And I'm very grateful to all those relationships. That's why we have a great show. Yeah, absolutely. Got another show coming up on Thursday night. It's a quick turnaround. What about these Thursday night games, Tom? You are injured and we'll talk about that. A lot of guys are banged up and you're trying to win three games in 11 days in the National Football League. Tough deal. Tough turnaround. It's pretty tough. You know, you, you have, um, you know, three, three wins in 11 days uh, is hard to do. You know, and we had to actually go on the road and beat the Patriots, which was tough. Obviously, yesterday was going to grind and then got to go to Philly on a short week. So, you know, all these games are tough. And, um, you know, we have our challenges, but, you know, you got to meet them. In different, different times uh, throughout the year, you're going to be faced with different adversities. And, uh, you know, short week is, is uh, especially traveling. It's just what it is. So we always said, man, if you love football, whether you play Thursday night, Sunday night, Sunday day, Monday night, it doesn't matter. We all get a chance to play. Snoop, we see you there. We're going to bring you in in just a moment. We're just finishing up here with Tom and his injury, and then we're going to have some fun with you. So thanks for joining us, Snoop. Good to see you, bud. Always. You, you hear me? know what it is. It's my guy. Look <laughs> at him in the studio right. at 7 in the morning. I love it. <laughs> the early bird himself. Come on, Tom. That's how we get that Super Bowl. That's how we get them championships. That's right. Got to start early. Work when no one else is working. Yes, sir. Let's Go is brought to you by GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Play your favorite slot or table games like blackjack, roulette, and so much more. You can download the app onto your phone or you can play online at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. You've got to be 21 years of age or older. Available only in Michigan and New Jersey. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 or 1-800-GAMBLER. It's coming soon to your state. That's Golden Nugget casino.com Tom tell us about the effects of uh, your thumb it was injured uh, yesterday uh, I saw it at about two minutes and 30 seconds in the second quarter uh, following through not dissimilar to what happened to Russell Wilson uh, obviously not the same effect Russell's had surgery and will be out four to eight weeks but you clipped your thumb uh, how is it today and how much did it affect you in the game yeah, I said after the game, like normally I would never talk about those things. And I and I still prefer not to just because I don't think it helps. Um, it doesn't help the healing energy part of it. You know, if you're thinking about how injured you are, I just really wanted to make it through the game. And obviously a little bit sore after any time you hit it on a on someone or a helmet or whatever, you know, your your hand become can become pretty vulnerable. So I broke my I broke my uh, my ring finger on my right hand, I tore ligaments on my middle finger, tore ligaments in my pointer finger. Ripped my thumb almost apart uh, one time. So this is just, 
you know, hopefully something I could work through here pretty quickly. It's it's a little bit sore, but nothing I'm not used to. I've, I've certainly had worse. So do you avoid shaking hands this week and, and giving high fives and all of that? I mean, uh, look, artist Gilmore will break your hand when it's healthy uh, if you shake his hand. And I know you know a lot of guys in the National Football League who probably tried to hurt your hand at the end of a game. Who, who, who has tried to hurt your hand and how do you avoid being normal with it during this week? I know, you know, for most guys, you know, hand injuries won't be much of a problem unless it's really broken or something like that. But for quarterbacks, it's pretty important. Even after the game yesterday, it was pretty sore. And, uh, you know, I had all these guys, former teammates that wanted to, you know, kind of shake my hand like normal. I'm like, no, nah, man, my hand's messed up. You know, take it easy. So I just gave him a little fist bump, a light one, and then and uh, and tried to just wrap it up and keep it compressed for the night. So, like I said, we'll work through it. I mean, nothing that I haven't faced in the past. So it's just part of this sport, man. It's a physical sport, and that's part of playing is you got to deal with, you know, bumps and bruises and sometimes a little more than that, some of these other guys in the league dealing with. But, um you know, hopefully it'll feel great for Thursday night. Whose hand do you avoid shaking? I just identified the guy who I believe they invented the fist bump for, and that was Artis Gilmore. Who, who's guy? Who's a guy in the NFL who said, uh-uh, you're not getting near my hand? Man, have you seen some of these guys? Even the guys on my own team, they're 330 pounds, so I don't put my right hand out there too much. You know, I, I always kind of just give them like an, an open hand, left hand. I don't want messing with my right hand. I've had too many injuries on my right hand to, to put my right hand out and let something happen. This thing's... Uh, Along with my right shoulder, Alex and I always call it my moneymaker, so I don't want to mess with the moneymaker. Well, your moneymaker yesterday was Antonio Brown. I mean, the guy got to uh, set a record uh, of 900 receptions faster than anybody in the history of the National Football League. He totally depends on his hands. He's probably not shaking hands with many people either. Uh, You got some great hands on that team. What did it mean to Antonio, and how did you share in that with him? Because here was a guy who not too long ago wasn't out on the field. You know, AB's become like a brother to me, and... um, just to watch him, what's happened over the course of his life the last 18 months and to see kind of where he was at and where he's at now makes me so happy for him. He's done the work, you know, he's put the work in. We're all challenged in different ways on and off the field. And sometimes football comes really easy, but the successes of football become a little more challenging to deal with. And um, he's really done an amazing job in his own life, you know, getting back to, you know, what uh, the, the, the real purpose of it is. He loves playing football. This he's a He's a football genius. It's hard to explain to people, you know, and I'm someone who's been around some amazing players. It's hard to explain to others the way that he sees the game versus everybody else. He's truly one of a kind person, talent. And, um, you know, I obviously admired him so much for what he did in Pittsburgh in his time there. And, um, you know, he's really come to Tampa. He's been focused completely on football and being a great teammate. All the guys really embraced him and really encouraged him at different moments. And um, he's proven to everybody what he's still capable of. Um, and he's just an amazing player. Obviously, everyone gets to see that. I get to see it every day in practice, you know, which is something that's a great for me. And uh, just really happy for him, happy for his family. And I know he's got a lot of great years left. Business is booming. <laughs> well, you've heard that voice. The guy barking, that's Snoop Dogg. He's going to join us full-blown when we return right here on Let's Go. Hi, everyone. This is Heisman Trophy winner and NFL quarterback Doug Flutie. I'm excited to tell you that my podcast, the Flutie Flakes Cast, is back for the entire football season. I may have played like 21 years of professional football in three different leagues, but I'm still just a big kid, and I absolutely love this game. Every week, we'll talk about the topics I care about and bring on super fun guests. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, include it with most subscriptions. 
Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady as we continue. Well, you heard him. Now we've got him full-blown. Great to welcome the legendary Snoop Dogg to the program right here on Let's Go. He's going to be performing at halftime of Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles just after the first of the year. Hey, we're talking about Antonio Brown. Snoop, I know you grew up with him. I did too. So did Tom. I covered him. Is this guy Jerry Rice? I mean, this guy's unbelievable with his speed and the way he catches the ball. That's who, that's who he reminds me of. Definitely. Definitely he had some Rice in him because Rice was always silent but deadly. He didn't say much. He just did a whole lot, and it's just the same kind of game with Antonio. He don't say a lot on the field. He just get it done. He's like a – um, you know what's amazing? He's like a, he's like a light socket of energy. You know, every time you see him catch a first down, he's got an energy about him that is, you know, really electric. He sees himself, you know um, – we were talking about this the other day, you know, football show business. You know, it's not show show and it's not business business. AB fully understands that there's a uh, show aspect of football. And uh, I think he does a great job, man. He's just electric on and off the field. And, um, you know, again, just it's great to play with him. It's really fun to play with him. Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady right here on Let's Go. We're joined by Snoop Dogg. Our program is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. USAA. Tommy, there was just the ultimate fight this weekend. Uh, I know it was late for you, but you've seen the highlights and, and read about it. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder completed yeah. their trilogy. And this was an amazing bout because to me, it showed so much about sports from where Tyson Fury was to where he is to how he approaches this with tremendous skills, comes into the ring 277 pounds, and then Deontay Wilder, uh, who's got just a vicious right hand, a longtime champion, uh, goes out on his shield, uh, knocked down Fury twice in the fourth round after being knocked down in the third round. To me, it just encapsulated so much about sports. I'm wondering what your feeling was as a huge boxing fan. You know, I love the sports and especially the physical sports because I think they bring in another aspect of discipline and toughness that um, some of the non-physical sports don't have. And, you know, those two guys are, are gladiators and they get in the ring and two totally different styles. Um, and at the end of the day, that's what sports are. Sports are all about styles and matchups. And there's a lot of different ways to win football games. There's a lot of different ways to win boxing matches. There's a lot of different ways to win, you know, baseball games. And I think what but you, you got to is- be borderline out of your mind to be in that <laughs> ring, just like it's borderline out of your mind to be on that football field. Yeah, I think we are borderline out of our mind. That's a great way to put it. I don't think anyone signs up for this and says, oh, man, this is totally normal. Let's do this for 22 years. Let me say that this is uh, you got to be somewhat. I don't know if the word's crazy, but not, you know, a compartmentalization between uh, part crazy. And I think maybe the love and the joy of it overtakes whatever the the uh, negative implications might be. You know, you're either living in life or you're dying. And I think we're all choosing to do what we love to do. Snoop, love does strange things, doesn't it? Boy, it does it ever. <laughs> Look at Snoop's style, though. Think about on top of the game he's been for you know, 25 plus years, you know, doing it better than anybody else. So not only doing great things in his career, but look at the other aspects of his life that he's really um, inspired so many people. I know we, he and I have talked about his youth football league and a lot of the other things that he's done in the community in Southern California. And he's been, you know, someone I've always looked up to. And we have, you know, a lot of mutual friends, you know, one of our best friends Snoop grew up with. Um, but I just love everything about him, everything that he stands for, his family, his kids, and, um, you know, just someone that I've 
can't say enough good things about. You know, the feeling is mutual, TB. So it's a beautiful thing to be able to, to, to have the abilities to give back and, uh, and to go back to your community and to instill and empower. I'm so blessed to be able to have kids that have made it to the NFL that have actually played on the football field, you know what I'm saying, to the highest level. And that's that's the joy that I get, that I can, you know, give that opportunity to a kid from the ghetto or from any community a chance to get somewhere and make it. And we're just going to continue to do what we do. This is all we know. As we continue with Tom Brady and Snoop Dogg, our program is brought to you by United Wholesale Mortgage. And any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. That's United Wholesale Mortgage at findamortgagebroker.com. As we continue with Snoop Dogg, our very special guest, and Tom Brady. Snoop, you established that league back in 2005, the uh, Snoop Youth Football League. Uh, what was your idea when you started it? And tell everybody what it's become now. Well, when we started the league, it was more about student athletes. We wanted to try to find a way to get the kids to get involved in school, but have an after-school program that was related to football. And we established the fact that you had to have a 2.5 GPA. And if a kid had two kids in one home, we made the prices very feasible for the single parents. It was $50 for the second kid. So a total of $150 for two kids to play. But we had the initiatives and the incentives to, to create student athletes. And what we did was we put a program together so strong that we brought our fathers, grandmothers, you know, athletes, alumni, and just different people to come back to the community to instill different, you know, direction in these kids. And we created so many professional people in life as far as like doctors, lawyers, police officers, not just football players. So I'm thankful for my league and I'm thankful for the people that was a part of it that helped me start it and continue to keep it going on. You watch a lot of professional sports. We know you love the Lakers. You love the Steelers. Uh, you've become intertwined with uh, so many of the guys over the course of the years. Um, and, and you have a great knowledge of it. I mean, you're not just sitting back here firing. We did a boxing match together, uh, <laughs> the Mike Tyson exhibition with Roy Jones Jr., and you, you, you kind of set a new direction for uh, broadcasting as well because everybody got a big kick out of it. Uh, when you're watching a game and when you watch Brady play, are you analyzing it? When I'm watching Tom play, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be Howard Cosell because I'm knowing that he's going to do something special. I like when he's down, too. That's the part I like. I like when he's down and you, you think he can't get it done and it's like the last two minutes of the game and he's going to milk the clock and put his team in position to get that touchdown and then he's going to do his thing and it's going to be a beautiful ending. That's that's the part I like. I always love the way Howard Cosell called games and made it exciting for you to, to watch it over and over again just hearing his voice. Let's let's hear your impression. Look at the angular young man go from Northern California. This <laughs> Thomas Edward Brazy. No, 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 no. Never count him out. Look at this young man. A fine young man. I've spent numerous hours with him. Children playing at television. Let me tell you, he's an adult in the room. Go ahead, Snoop. Get it, man. Go ahead, I can't Snoop. Top Give that. us your Howard. I can't top that. Come on, Jimmy. I didn't know you had all that in you, man. You went Cosell, Cosell. The best Howard Cosell ever was when he did that Randall Tex Cobb fight with Larry Holmes, and it was just awful. And by about the eighth round, he finally said, does this referee recognize he's an advertisement for the abolition of the very sport in which he governs this evening? There'll be no interview. Not by this reporter. Rune, this has been beneath you to put this on the American Broadcasting Corporation. 
We'll be back after this, unfortunately. He must be one of your favorite, Jim, because you know that line for line. That's a line for sure. I got all of them. I got all of them. Tommy, did you meet Howard? Did you know Howard? I never met him. No, I didn't get a chance to. When you look back at those old films, what do you think how he called a game? I mean, he was amazing. I think he called it like he said. There was no, uh, there was no, he didn't let anyone off the hook, kind of like someone else I know. Someone else likes to scratch a little bit. I think Howard did the same. So he called it like he saw it. That's just the way it was. He wasn't trying to, uh, you know, always say the, the, the right thing. He said the thing that was the truth in his mind. Telling it like it is. I never played the game. <laughs> Snoop, you tell it like it is. You get in trouble sometimes. Talk about telling the truth and, and, and the trouble that it gets you into for expressing your free feelings and, and being honest. Well, you know, that's the, the beauty of America, that you have the right to the freedom of speech. So I, I managed to exercise it in different ways. But it's just a point of sometimes I, I find myself being the voice of the people. And I like to speak for the voiceless, for those who don't have a voice. So it can get you in trouble when you're speaking up for those who don't have a voice. But sometimes it's worth it. And when it comes cascading down on you uh, in Twitterville, uh, in social media or in mainstream media. How do you deal with it? How do you handle it? Hey, man, look here, Jim. I take it day by day. This is what I was born to do, man. I'm in it to win it. That don't bother me. I mean, if you're not being hated on, you're not doing your job. If you're not being speculated, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So I feel like all of that just, you know, fuels my fire to do more because I know that they hate on me. They, they got some sort of, you know, motive out to get me. So it makes me want to stay on top. And folks, let me remind you, this week's episode of Let's Go with Tom Brady and Snoop Dogg is available wherever you stream your podcast. Subscribe today to get the newest episodes immediately downloaded to your phone. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave us a review with your feedback on the show. You can also interact with the show by emailing us your questions to letsgo at SiriusXM.com. Tommy, how do you handle the haters? We heard what you said years ago at the Super Bowl. I put my arm around him. I love him. But, you know, things have changed quite a bit. You've moved teams. You keep winning champ. You keep winning championships, and um, seven championships brings about thirty other cities uh, a lot of jealousy and a lot of anger. Yeah, someone said there was a great line. Someone said they don't boo the good ones; they boo the great ones. So um, I think at the end of the day, you just gotta be you just gotta be comfortable and confident with what you're doing in life. And again, we're not here to live for other people. Um, you know, we're here to the people that we care about that. You know, when they tell you something, you take it to heart. You know, when someone else says it that may or may not have any feelings toward you, you know, I've learned a long time, none of that really matters. So it's a little different in a team sport because a lot of times you have to take on the MO of the team as opposed to, you know, necessarily an individual sport where, you know, you can kind of take some things on yourself. But, you know, there's, as you guys have seen the last couple of years, I think I've uh, relaxed a little bit on some of the tight lift I've been for quite a while. I've having a little more of my voice heard over the years. Would you like to take them on, Tom, or does it not matter to you? I think um, my wife's a lot like Snoop. You know, like you said, she has a voice for people that, uh, you know, defending people that can't defend themselves. And um, I really appreciate that about her. And I think that's, you know, she's taken on a lot of issues, certainly with the environment. You know, and I think you look at her home country of Brazil, like she takes a lot of really tough stands and it does come back on her. She's you're very sensitive toward that as, you know, certainly being a woman, you know, I think women are very much protectors. So it could, it could take a little more out of her. You know, for me, I feel like, you know, I'm a little different than that. And that I probably don't say as much as I'd want to say, just because sometimes I think I get a little sensitive too. And I don't want to feel like I have to fight back all the time. So I probably say less and maybe that'll change over time. Like even yesterday, even after the game, I said, look, I'm doing some things different. 
now than I probably would have used to have done. But that happens when you get older too. And you get, you know, to the point where you realize that no matter what you say, you know, as long as you feel like it's right for you, then that's what you should do. If it feels good to you, it must be good to you. Absolutely. And you know what else feels good? That special next occasion at Mastro's, an unmatched dining experience known for its world-class service and exquisite cuisine. Mastro's offers the finest prime steaks and the freshest seafood, all in a lively atmosphere. Visit Mastro's.com for locations and reservations. I see Snoop down at that Mastro's all the time on the beach right down here in Malibu. Snoop yeah, you're going to get that hookup. Hey, Jim, I need that hookup. Uh, we'll doing get you the hookup. Drops. Get us that hookup. Knock, Come a, on. knock a few dollars off my bill when I go up in there. <laughs> you got it. We got it taken care of. Tillman Fertitta, our great sponsor, Tommy. We're taking Snoop to dinner and whoever he wants to bring with him. Yeah, as much as he wants. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Tom, I got a wish of mine. I got one wish. What's that? And it ain't no time soon. It's when you finish. When you finish yeah. playing. I say no time soon. Listen to me. Tell me. No time soon, Tom. I want to catch a touchdown pass. I'm on Deion Sanders to be sticking me on the 15-yard line going in. This is one play to win the game, me Ooh. and prime time, one-on-one. I'm in on that. Are you kidding I mean, me? That, that'd be a quarterback's dream right there, lining up against one of the all-time greats with you, throwing a touchdown pass to you. Come on now. I'm going to beat him, too, with a double move. <laughs> let's go. I'll let you call the play. I'll just try to make a good throw. I'm going to beat him. Trust I me. I see the athletics. Hey, Snoop, want to be the first person to have him smoke a blunt? What? <laughs> That's after after Hall of Fame. I got to let him get in the Hall of Fame first. After the uh-huh. Hall of Fame, soon as you walk off that stage, you hug you hug your wife and your kids, come see me, and now you're really Hall of Fame. Come see Uncle Snoop in the studio. I'm in for exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. I can't exactly. pass up that. That'd be like, you know, catching a touchdown pass on Tom Brady. I you know, hanging out with Snoop in the studio, you know. Come on, Tom. on the tour bus. That might be something to do. Come on, TV. They don't, they don't know that every Super Bowl that you was a part of in New England, I was at the party. I partied mm. with you, everyone. Despite being a Steeler fan, I showed up for my Patriots. I showed up at TV and Mr. Kraft and them, and I was performing. I was hanging out. I was doing everything needed to be a part of the Patriot family, and I appreciate y'all for welcoming me. That was love. Always. You know when Snoop was there, it was, a good, it, it was the best time. So there was always requests for who Mr. Kraft would always ask. The guys, who do you guys want? Snoop was always the first one out of our mouth. So, you know, he's a part of some of the best moments in my life. And I actually have a funny story. So after the game that we won in Atlanta against the Rams, Snoop was there. And um, I brought my – so my son was 11 at the time to the after party. And the game ended pretty late. So it was midnight. It was in our hotel. So we had this little special special spot on the stage. Well, Snoop had a pole up, and there were some girls. They were clothed. But at the same time, there was a poll, and my son was here. He had his eyes open, and he was listening to music. And I said, Jack, cover your eyes. And he goes, Dad, I'm good. I'm good. So it's <laughs> 2 in the morning, and, I mean, we are having the time of our life. And I'm like, holy cow. If he tells his mother, I am, I ain't going to see this kid for a long time. But Jack, Jack, my nephew Jack and the Beanstalk. I'm telling you, we, it was one of the best <laughs> moments of my life. We still talk about it, too. I said, Jack, and he goes, Dad, I'm good. All right, I'm good. Yeah, uh, keep that under your head, Jack. That's right. He's growing up quick, that boy. That's what I'm talking about. That's the beauty about being a father, man. You get those precious moments that those are going to remain forever. Yeah. Trust me, Tom, those are going to yeah. remain forever, brother. For sure. Jim Gray and Tom Brady with special guest Snoop Dogg right here on Let's Go. We're brought to you by Ring. With Ring, you're always home. Protect your whole home. With a video doorbell, security cameras, and an award-winning alarm, you can install yourself. 
Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on a ring alarm home security kit today. That's ring.com slash let's go. And we're continuing to go with Tom Brady and Snoop Dogg right here on Sirius XM. So Snoop, I got a question for you. I've been drug tested all the time in the NFL for my job. When was the last time you were drug tested for your job? That's what I want to know. <laughs> let's try 1991. Did you pass it? No, I didn't, Jim. What I look like passing a drug test. <laughs> That's one pass I could never complete. <laughs> But I bet y'all didn't know this. Hey, Tom. What's up? I've thrown more passes to our favorite receiver than you have. Is that right? Yes. See that jersey right there? Oh, I love that. I love that. Where'd you get that from? That's from Jules Jules Edelman. That's my guy. That's my favorite receiver. I like to pass to him after the season's over. Oh, I bet. I bet. He's out there in L.A. (laughs) a lot, too, so he can find himself to, to your place, I'm sure. Come Listen, on, man. That's, that's California. Hey, it's California kid, man. I'm hey, with you and Jules. You, you know what it is? Business is booming. <laughs> hey, B, what up, boy? What's up, man? I see you, love one. See, we got it all working here. We're trying to get ready for a game. We're doing our business. This is what we do. Hey, that's the only reason why we stay on top, Tommy. You see, one man, I'm in the studio right now. I ain't even been to bed yet. This is what we do. We wake up and we, we shake up and wake up. That's what we do. Get it done. That's what we do. No excuses. Hey, Snoop, I had a thought for you. Do you think the dogs name their owners? Damn, that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy if my dog named me, right? Snoop, been Jim, is Jim been hanging with you on the tour bus? He, he sound like it, don't he? It does, doesn't he? <laughs> I like this. Jim, you quite I've been out on tour with Snoop. I knew Snoop before he was Snoop, correct? <laughs> exactly. Talk that talk, Jim. Oh, yeah. We've had a lot of good times together. A lot, a lot of fun. Tommy, it's uh, great to have Snoop on the program with us here on Let's Go. Uh, We thank him for his time. Good luck on Thursday night, and we will talk to you next Monday night. Snoop, thanks for joining us, man. What a treat. Hey, man, thank you all for having me. TB, I see you in the Super Bowl. You know we're the halftime show, so when we perform at the halftime show, I plan on seeing you all on the sideline. Don't let me down. You got it. You got it. Uncle Snoop. Hey, wrap us out of here. Wrap us out of here, Snoop. Give us some rap to leave with. We're going to do it like this, and we're going to do it like that. Big Snoop on the mic, and I got your back. Jim Gray all day. That's the only way. TB12, I see you in the Super Bowl Sunday. So good. And we out. We out. (laughs) You're the best. Thank you, Snoop. Love y'all, man. Y'all stay strong. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Thanks, Snoop. Peace and love. Our show's been a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot more guests, and we'll bring Snoop back. Our thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagan. Not really thanking him for anything this week. He's out running the Boston Marathon. Congratulations on completing the marathon. We'll have your time next week. Andy King was our producer today. Did a great job. Also, our production assistants by Harris Fabishoff. Our thanks to our sponsors, Mastro's, USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Golden Nugget Online Casino. The Let's Go podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. We will talk to you again next Monday night, right here on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.